Are you a team manager struggling to lead your team well? Have you been asked to lead HR, but it's your first time? Or are you an HR pro looking for your tribe? While We Were Working is the show for you. With quick tips and tough topics in 30 minutes or less, the Jumpstart HR team is here for you. So let's get into it. Hey, what's going on? Thank you for tuning into the very first episode of While We Were Working. For those of you who may be familiar with who I am, uh, I'm back. Uh, took a, a podcast, the content hiatus uh, with the birth of my, my beautiful baby girl, but um, she's getting old. She's crawling and everything. And so I said, there was something I was doing for a while. Maybe I should pick that back up. And that's um, producing weekly content. Uh, but the great thing is this show is called Why We Were Working, and it's all about sort of the, the news and topics that HR professionals or people who lead people um, should be talking about. And I get to bring on a very special person in our organization, uh, Summer, who's our lead HR consultant. And we're just going to talk through some topics, uh, you know, a little banner, uh, so we want you to engage with us, not only for this episode, but every week we'll be going live at the same time. So uh, happy Thanksgiving. I'm wearing the orange for fall colors. Uh, but Summer, say hey. Hi, everyone. I'm Summer, and I'm so excited to be here, and I look forward to engaging with all of you. Awesome, awesome. So uh, like I said, the premise of uh, while we were working is uh, to help you be a better people leader while getting to know the Jumpstart way. And one of the things that's a part of the Jumpstart way is high, low, buffalo. Joey, let's get into high, low, buffalo. It's one of my favorite things that we do here at Jumpstart each week. And for those of you that aren't familiar, high, low, buffalo is really just a recap of something high, which could be um, the highlight of your week, something that you really loved, um, of course, the low, maybe something that didn't go as well, and Buffalo, which can truly be just absolutely anything random um, that we want to share. So um, if it's okay with you, Joey, I'll go first. Go for it. Sure. So um, really fun high for this week. Uh, there's a long story that goes along with it, but uh, maybe we'll share that on a future episode. But I actually had dinner with two former employees of mine. Uh, we started working together probably about three or four years ago, and they were just right out of college, um, some awesome, great entry-level hires. And I just found out that the two of them got engaged. What? Congratulations. That's it's, so awesome. It, it, it's, it's just truly such a wonderful match and um, just such a happy moment for me. Uh, to see them together. That was a plot twist. I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Well, I know. I think everybody was was kind of thinking the same thing. I mean, two wonderful people. It's great to see two great people together for sure. Now, um, did, you, did you have any idea when they were uh, at work that maybe something could be there or no? Absolutely not. You know, they were 100%, um, you know, absolutely 100% like professional at all times and worked really great together. I mean, we had a really wonderful team as a whole. Um, so that was an absolute surprise to me. But um, like I said, just so happy for them how that awesome. turned out. 
Awesome. Well, what was the low? Oh, well, gosh, you know, it's, I, I don't feel like I have too many lows to share lately, but if there's one, you know, Thanksgiving is like right around the corner and, you know, just that kind of feeling that the holidays are creeping up, you know, faster than you'd like. And, oh my gosh, all the things you have to get done. Um, you know, that's just kind of uh, weighing on me a little bit, but like everything will be okay. Um, and then of course, you know, uh, a Buffalo, um, I don't know if you know, but I, I love to watch and, uh, and, and participate in some trading in the stock market. And, you know, I've just been totally intrigued, Joey, by, um, I don't know if you've seen it, like the Rivian IPO craze. Mm -hmm. Okay. So yeah, I've been following. it's just, you know, it, it's absolutely nuts. And, you know, I think about uh, a valuation of, of like 140 billion but yet they've only produced 12 cars in the past quarter, like kind of mind blowing. But, uh, you know, I'm, I'm fascinated with it nonetheless. See, this is why I love High Low Buffalo, because you get to learn something new about someone. Summer, we should be talking about stocks and investing every week in our uh, in our weekly meetings, because I enjoy that, too. <laughs> watching this, uh, you know, Elon sell all his stock. And right. Uh, all the players in the EV space. Um, but that is crazy to think about how a stock is priced and then the valuation. And, um, you know, is it is it a bubble? Is it not a bubble? Time will tell. But uh, right. I think EVs will be good for for the environment and uh, just for our uh, our roads and everything. Um, so that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. So is it, is it my turn? It, it's your turn, Joey. Let's let's hear your high-low buffalo. All right. So my high is uh, I got to give it to my oldest daughter because we just celebrated her third birthday. Um, and so for those of you who want to give her well wishes, uh, she accepts candy and anything Peppa Pig related. Uh, but we're thrilled. I think part of um, celebrating birthdays this young is to like, for the parents of like, oh my gosh, we we've kept this human alive for, for thirty <laughs> years, uh, so it was a it was a great time. It was a great time, and um, my low is that um, it, it it it's part of the high is that like you know there's a lot of good flurry of activity uh, in JumpStart, and so that means you know juggling priorities. I haven't I haven't been sleeping as much because mm -hmm. I want to make sure that you know in light of the growth. Uh, we're giving everybody what they need. And so um haven't been sleeping as much, but I'm looking forward to taking some time off over the Thanksgiving to recharge and refresh. And I'm super grateful to the team that we have uh, to support not only me, but our clients and the mission that we have at Jumpstart. So the low was sleep, uh, lack of sleep, but um, there's an extra high in there that uh, I'm just thrilled about, about what's going on. Um, and then the Buffalo would be... Um, I am I am going on vacation to 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 Utah uh, this this week, and um, I'm not sure if I want to ski or snowboard or tube or do nothing. Um, I think they have some options to choose. So you have to tune in next week to see which adventure Joey decided to do or not do. <laughs> um, so that's my high low buffalo. Well, thanks for sharing, Joey. You know, and and if I had any say in it, um, it's snowboard all the way. Okay. Uh, you know, like you were just saying, I love Hilo Buffalo because we learn so much about our team, just like I've learned uh, a little bit about you today that I didn't know. Uh, so it sounds like stocks, coffee, and uh, 
talking snowboarding is going to be on our agenda for our next meeting. Oh, definitely. Definitely. <laughs> and if, if you are a coffee company and you want to sponsor while we were working, we will more than happily uh, enjoy your beverage while we go through our show. So uh, just throwing that out there. Um, we, next, we want to transition into to while we were working. And this is the, the, the bread and butter of the show where we talk about either an article or a topic or something that's been happening while we were working. And maybe you were able to pay attention to it. Maybe you've heard of it. Uh, but here's an opportunity for two HR pros to deep dive into what it means for the workplace and how you might be impacted and, you know, maybe what you should do in light of it. So this week we are talking about an article that was in Sherm News and the headline is study cameras, camera use in virtual meetings leads to fatigue and disengagement. Um, so Summer, you did you do your homework? Did you read the article? I certainly did, Joey. And, you know, this one really caught my attention because I felt like, you know, this is absolutely something that everyone can relate to. I mean, you know, it, it's kind of started as the norm, you know, pandemic working from home, and I think has um, even uh, continued, um, even as folks are returning back to the office. And so I was really fascinated with some of the findings in the article and, you know, thought it would be great uh, for you and I to just chat a little bit more about it and share our thoughts with the listeners. Yeah, yeah. So in the article, uh, it was mentioned, and, and the, the author <laughs> of the article, Roy, uh, shout out to Roy at Sherm. Um, I enjoy reading this stuff. We, we've met at conferences uh, over the years. Great human being. If you're not following him on, following him on socials, make sure you're doing that. Uh, but, but the article says that, you know, we were aware that Zoom fatigue was a thing, but we didn't know what it was. And it just said that, you know, it's not so much the meeting itself. It's the fact that you have to be on camera. Mm -hmm. So the controversial question uh, of today is, um, should cameras be required at all mm -hmm. times on all staff meetings? Summer, mm -hmm. what do you think? Well, I actually would have to say affirm no, Joey. And there was an organization that um, that actually I'm pretty familiar with had a very strict camera on policy. And uh, there was actually a couple of team members who, you know, had reached out and just said, you know, I'm, I'm just, I'm not comfortable being on camera. You know, it makes me anxious. It, um, it, it prevents me from focusing. And I, I would really love if I can just stay off of camera. And unfortunately, uh, the leadership said absolutely not. Like, this is a must for everybody. And, you know, it, it was a little disappointing because I felt like, you know, if a team member is brave enough to reach out and say, hey, um, like this is really affecting my just my my life, you know, my health, um, my happiness at work. I feel like uh, any great company is going to hear that and and do what they can within reason to make adjustments for that team member. And, you know, I just I worry about the long term effects of um, folks that this does bother and who you know, who are impacted. And I think that we need to pay more attention to it. And I think this article is really bringing it to light. Yeah, I, I think there are uh, layers to this onion um, as an HR pro, because 
a few things. I just, I, my immediate filter is like, well, wh what does HR law have to say about this? Or what mm -hmm. could it say um, if there were interpretations? Mm -hmm. And the, I immediately think of, you know, Americans with Disabilities Act and um, is an accommodation, a reasonable accommodation, uh, allowing someone to turn their camera off for whatever reason. Maybe mm -hmm. they, um, you know, there's anxiety, maybe there's depression, maybe mm -hmm. there's a, a mental health component. Um, maybe there's a, a physical health component too of eye strain and, you know, um, the impact of staring at a screen for extended period of time. So mm -hmm. I, I think about stuff like that. And then I think about like, just, just culture of, do you mm -hmm. want to be that, that micromanagey policey culture mm -hmm. that puts hard and fast rules on things that at the end of the day, don't really add to pro productivity. Mm -hmm. I mean, um, right. the article said, you know, people may multitask when the camera's off, but I think it allows people to tune in more because right. you're not having to rely on uh, a sense that you don't particularly um, you know, prioritize, but maybe you're more auditory listener. And so mm -hmm. I don't think you should have them on all times either. I think mm -hmm. maybe set rules in your org and think about it together. Of like, well, what mm -hmm. makes sense? I, I totally agree, Joey. And when I think about, you know, how we partner with our clients and utilize cameras for our meetings there, you know, there are times where, uh, even sometimes us, we're in back-to-back -back meetings and, you know, we need to have a lunch or, you know, maybe need to do a quick multitask. And, you know, I, I think it's completely acceptable to have your cameras off. And, you know, I always let the clients know as well, like, hey, listen, like, you know, if you'd rather have cameras off today, like, you know, just let us know, like, we're happy to adapt. And I feel like that's really the approach that, that, companies as a whole should be taking is like asking the is this going to add value or is it just something that we're you know just we we kind of have a policy in place that um it exists because we want to be able to monitor that all of our employees are there and their eyes are up like i don't i don't i don't think that's the right reason yeah yeah you you touch on a huge thing about empathy and uh, meeting people where they are and how they're feeling at a given moment. Uh, we've had meetings where it's like, hey, Summer, I'm gonna join, I'm gonna turn my camera on in like 10 minutes, but this Chipotle is in front of me and I need to devour it. And it's not a pretty sight. Right. <laughs> so, but that's uh, the world we're in, Joey. Exactly. And, and I think that it's, you know, it's completely acceptable. Uh, I, I really do hope that leaders who maybe had taken a previous like hard firm stance on this are really maybe kind of revisiting their whys, like why, like why did we make that decision and what can we do differently? Uh, you know, the the article it touches a little bit on uh, the specific impact, uh, and, or I should say, effect on women and new employees. And when I think about new employees, you know, really trying to find. Uh, their comfort zone and, um, you know, how this could have an impact. Like, you know, they're, they're worried about what are their peers thinking about them? Um, do they, do they fit in? Um, like, why would we be making that new hire experience more uncomfortable? I, I mean, we, we work so hard to make it better. So I think just thinking about, you know, that effect as well, um, it's it shouldn't be overlooked. So 
I'm curious to know um, what other ideas might you have, Joey? Like what what can we do as HR leaders to help, you know, influence um, and, and kind of drive the change? I, I think um, that's a great question. Driving change means setting the example. And mm -hmm. so whether you lead a team in an organization or you are the HR in your organization, uh, start with, hey, you know, I'm not, I just was in meetings from, from nine to two. And so I need a break. So I'm going to turn my camera off, but I'm, I'm mm -hmm. present, I'm engaged mm -hmm. and show people that you can still be uh, rock solid uh, with your camera off and people don't mm -hmm. have to fear the worst about the fact that you have your camera off. So being, um, setting the example is, is a good idea. I think going on the offensive too and sharing with your team and your your leaders about how uh, people's perceptions, what perceptions people have about the camera. Mm -hmm. And obviously this article will help, but um, letting people know, hey, you know that rule we have about always having to be on camera? Yeah, it's, it's making a lot of people upset. And mm -hmm. I, I don't think that that's the the hill we need to die on when it comes to uh, our culture, because it's not, it's not really reflective of uh, cultures of, um, mm -hmm. of inclusivity and listening to, to others. I also think that we should set a, a standard, not just with um, internal employees, but even through the recruiting process as well. Mm -hmm. Maybe you have a, a system where cameras are on at the beginning to say hello and greetings, but people can feel comfortable taking um, the camera off and letting people know on both sides of, hey, mm -hmm. I'm turning my camera off, but it doesn't mean I'm checked out. It just means, mm -hmm. hey, <laughs> that's that's where I am today. So mm -hmm. it's, it's not just the employee experience where we're getting Zoom fatigue. It's the candidate mm -hmm. experience, too. And I don't think we should we should overlook that. So those are my thoughts. Well, there's, you know, there's certainly so much that I think that we could continue to talk about on this topic. And, you know, I, I think that there's, you know, th there's just so much to dive into, Joey. One great thing, you know, while we're kind of wrapping up this section, I will say, though, is that I am really proud uh, to work with uh, many of our clients who I do firmly believe get this right. And I think they are helping drive the change. And so very excited to be part of that. And I'd encourage uh, anyone uh, listening or watching this show to drop their comments in and let us know, you know, what do you think about having a camera on policy? And what is your company specific policy? And, and what effect does that have on you? And if there's anything that we can help you with, then certainly reach out uh, to Joey, myself, or our team, and we'd love to have further discussion about it. Yeah, definitely. You can you can reach out to us on our website, uh, jumpstart-hr.com, and find ways that you can partner with us to help you build better solutions and uh, improve your employee morale. Um, so that brings us to the last segment of the show, and uh, that's going to be Consultants Corner. And I just want to set the table where if you have questions about work, workplace issues, things you would want to talk to a consultant about, but you maybe didn't feel like you had the, the access to, 
uh, we want to hear from you. So send us an email at hello at jumpstart-hr.com. Uh, our team member, Dana, manages that email. So she'll make sure we, we go through questions and get them on the show. Uh, but this is where we discuss scenarios that uh, we're working through, uh, that the listeners and viewers have submitted. And um, Summer, you, you you brought a topic for us to talk about today. And um, we're not going to tell you if this is a client or if it's um, brought to us. Uh, what do they used to say in those shows? Uh, the names have been changed to protect the, <laughs> protect all parties. But um, this is a very real topic that I think mm -hmm. a lot of people struggle with and don't know how to uh, navigate it. So what's what's that topic, Summer? Set the table for us. Certainly. So uh, with this uh, with this uh, story, Joey, there was um, there was an employee who was extremely frustrated with an individual on their leadership team. So very sensitive in that regard. And, you know, when they, when they brought this concern forward to their manager, uh, you know, they went on to explain the specific circumstances that actually, you know, kind of prompted the frustration. But the more that they started to talk about it, they mentioned that, it was actually so severe, Joey, that they were starting to actually have health issues from it. So like stress and anxiety and not sleeping well, and that they felt like their, uh, their relationships at work were actually starting to suffer as a result. And so they went to the manager and the manager um, wasn't quite sure what to do. And so, you know, I wanted to talk a little bit about, you know, kind of this situation. I feel like it's, um, it, it could happen in any organization and just kind of walk, you know, walk everybody through and kind of talk about like how we would handle the situation. I'm sure that each of us, you know, kind of have a different take on it, but um, why don't you go ahead and, and kind of kick us off on like what your thoughts are on the situation and how you would approach it. Yeah, this one's juicy. Uh, there's there's so much at play here, um, and there's so many um, elements that I that uh, weren't weren't shared with us in this that um, may have a factor, right? So mm -hmm. the first thing is the power dynamic of um, someone in uh, a position that's not leadership uh, being uncomfortable with the person in leadership. Mm -hmm. uh, we don't know the dynamics of if, if it's. Um, if there are gender uh, concerns, if there are uh, racial or ethnicity concerns, um, uh, but all of that could play a factor, right? So mm -hmm. um, just generally speaking, uh, if I'm that employee in that seat and I'm reaching out to, to Summer, uh, who's, who's my HR consultant, I'm, I'm first of all hoping to be heard and mm -hmm. uh, empathized uh, or, or feel empathy and um, given some like tools and strategies to, um, I would say maybe cope, lead up, and find the right way to to articulate that hey, this is a big deal. I'm mm -hmm. suffering because of this. Uh, you guys should should listen because I think the worst case scenario is for that employee to leave and uh, not not feel heard and and um, that lead person not improve. So. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's, that's how I would kick it off. But, but what do you think, Summer? 
I, I, I would actually do the same thing, Joey, and I'd like to provide, you know, just kind of a little bit of thought around if it was uh, this individual's manager that reached out to us and said, hey, my employee, you know, told, shared this information with me and I'm not quite sure what to do. Uh, I'd like to share maybe just a little bit of the advice that I would, I would give uh, to that manager. And, you know, I think first things first, you know, I would um, make sure that the manager has asked the appropriate questions of the employee to truly assess the severity of the situation. And, you know, I say that because, you know, as you mentioned, you know, there's a lot of factors that like we don't know here. But the first thing that I'm thinking of is like, is this severe enough to one um, warrant conducting an HR investigation? And two, um, what's going on with the employee? How are they? And, you know, I'm always thinking, Joey, in these situations, it's so important to put the employee's health first. And anytime somebody says like, you know, hey, like, you know, I'm, um, I'm not sleeping, I'm super stressed, like I'm not eating well, like that is something that we do have to be very concerned about. And so in an effort of putting, you know, the employee first, you know, I'm thinking, like, does this team member need time off? Um, should we be sharing with them EAP or mental health resources? Uh, but the overarching, like, first concern for me is, like, we need to let that team member know you have an outlet. Um, we are here for you. And most importantly, like, we care about you and your health. Yeah. Yeah, I'd agree. Uh, I love the that you pulled in the resources um, mm -hmm. that can be available, um, mental health resources and EAPs. I think those are underutilized benefits mm -hmm. that uh, organizations carry or have access to, but maybe mm -hmm. don't get promoted and communicated as much. Mm -hmm. um, so, so you're right. And I mean, so not to nerd out, but you, you probably know this this way better than I do because because you're summer in San Diego. We didn't even, we didn't even mention where we're from, right? So, <laughs> so you're in San Diego, but you know, um, California has very clear policies around like sexual harassment training. Mm -hmm. um, but part of sexual harassment training in California for um, individuals in the entertainment industry is that you actually have to go through and understand the, um, the symptoms of like, um, of, of malnourishment or, or not eating, um, what, uh, eating disorders, eating disorders. Mm -hmm. Yes. As, as they pertain to, to the workplace, because, mm -hmm. um, I don't know why, to be honest, but it's there. So you have to pay attention to it. So if an employee is saying like, Hey, my diet is affected. My mm -hmm. mental health is affected. You know, I can't sleep at night. So my, my sleep rhythms are affected. Mm -hmm. That in and of itself is serious enough to warrant a conversation um, at the very least, but some intervention um, mm -hmm. and, and, and progress. So that's, I mean, I'm just laying out all the things that, that would keep me up at night. Mm -hmm. if, if I were the HR for that, for that organization um, and you would hope that somewhere in your uh, handbook or somewhere in just the rapport that you have with your team, they know that they could uh, reach out to uh, HR or management mm -hmm. and there won't be any uh, retaliation um, right. of any sort, um, A, because it's illegal, but B, just because it's the right thing to do. Mm -hmm. So that's a very real, very real topic. Um, and if, if you're experiencing something like that, we should definitely, we should definitely talk. Mm -hmm. 
Absolutely. To, you know, to dive into that just a little bit more, Joey, uh, I would say we, we do encounter these types of situations um, occasionally when working with our clients. And I know many, uh, many team members have experienced like stress or frustration at work. And, you know, regardless if it's reaching the level of impacting their health or just even just overall impacting, you know, their work happiness, you know, encourage those open and honest conversations with their manager or with their HR representative, because sometimes, you know, taking time off is um, exactly what some people need. And, you know, in those cases where somebody may take time off, um, I always provide counsel to, uh, you know, to leadership and or the manager, you know, to check in with that team member to just see how they're doing. And, you know, not only um, just uh, like, hey, how's it going? Like nothing about work, like just truly reaching out because you care. Um, but, you know, assuming that they took time off when they come back, you know, just again, a kind of assessing where they are at. And, you know, depending on you know, the severity of the situation. And we spoke a little bit earlier about, you know, if there was circumstances that warranted an investigation, you know, I think um, that needs to be carried out, you know, if a team member is gone, like during that time as well, and meet with a team member to, you know, to update them as appropriate so that they know that their concern, you know, was, um, was not left unresolved. Um, but I think, you know, these are the necessities to resolving some of that, you know, underlying um, frustration and, and getting the team member on the right path to, you know, total, total work happiness. Yeah. Yeah. Great points. I think if we dive any further, we may need to start sending out an invoice to someone. Um, <laughs> well then i but, won't even i won't even uh i won't even touch too far into the potential worker comp concerns but uh you know if somebody says that they're um, having health issues as it's related to work i mean we definitely need to be asking those questions too oh definitely definitely that's a great teaser for uh why someone should to work with us because we're thorough mm -hmm. we're thorough and uh get to the to the heart of, of issues that um, are at hand because depending on your perspective and experience with the issue you may brush it off and I always say especially when it comes to HR you shouldn't trust your gut and Google because they'll <laughs> they'll lead you in the wrong direction very very fast and that's not what you want so if you're having an issue or something like that reach out to us visit our website jumpstart-hr.com summer i think we're gonna go ahead and um get started with our with our thanksgiving break so this concludes this week's episode of while we were working make sure you tune in every tuesday on linkedin live for fresh episodes plus take the show with you wherever you get your podcast episodes uh, because it is a podcast as well surprise <laughs> and uh this has been episode one of while we were working Summer, you got any last thoughts? I, I'm i actually just hoping, Joey, that we can put that quote on a shirt. That's all I'm saying. Which one? Which one? Don't trust your gut and Google. All right. We'll do it. <laughs> we'll do it. I promise. We'll get it done. But, all right, everyone. Thanks for joining us. Stay mm -hmm. tuned. If you love this episode, share it and uh, 
Go over ahead and leave us a five-star review on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, uh, wherever you get your episodes. And be on the lookout on our social channels for content from this episode that you can share with your teams too. See you later. <laughs>